Welcome to the Bone Pit Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm not really sure what episode this is. I didn't uh, I didn't look before I, I started, and all I know is I haven't been on in a while. So I figured I would come on and just kind of give you a little rundown lately of what's been going on. So, training at Marrera is still. Loving it. Uh, I couldn't ask for, you know, a cooler gym. You know, another gym so close and uh, that has such great people there. Starting to get pretty comfortable there, and it's been it's been good. And the people there, I feel like, are starting to get, you know, comfortable with us. You know, and the instructors are starting to, you know, get to know us better. And, uh, yeah, it's been good. Even though I feel like my roles lately have been kind of trash. But you're going to have that. So one of the things that I was super nervous about going to a different place, and if you've been training for any amount of time, I'm sure you've had this thought cross through your mind when you go someplace other than like your home gym. You know, how well are you going to do? How how good is your jujitsu compared to other schools? You know, have you been have you been being taught? good quality jiu-jitsu you know has the stuff that you've been going over and drilling and working on for the past you know however long you've been there you know is it good and I'm not gonna lie that you know me knowing that Travis was new to teaching it just made me kind of wonder you know is this is this all gonna be very legit and uh, and yeah you could roll with you know the guys that you've been training with for a long time but if they're all being taught by the same person you know how are you really going to know i mean you can get better you know as far as like that group of you know people that you're with which you know still says you know something about your jiu-jitsu but are you really still sure you're not really going to know until you go to a different place so i went to you know like i said i've i've been training at Marrera's, been there for you know, a little over a month and a half, coming up on two months. And when you start to get, you know, questioned about why you're still a white belt and how long you've actually been training and when the instructor there sits down, you know, next to you along the wall and, you know, looks you right in the eye and says, I, I believe you are a solid blue belt. And your rank, you know, kind of isn't really where you should be at right now. And we're going to get you caught up. So that was probably one of the best things and best feelings that I've gotten so far in, like, in jiu-jitsu since I've started. I mean, obviously, every time you get promoted and things like that. And there's been other moments that have been, you know, great and then that I'll never forget. But, you know, hearing that from... You know, another instructor that doesn't really know you very well, you know, it made me feel really good. So that means I did get promoted. I am now a four-stripe white belt. And he told me after the holidays, the next time they do testing, I will be testing for my blue belt. So that just goes to show that, you know, what was going on at Sanford, you know, it was very legit. And Travis did a fantastic job at what he did. And, 
you know, I really, I'm really hoping that things, you know, work out for him. And because I know there's, I know there's a couple guys that are kind of hanging out, waiting for, you know, waiting for something to start back up again. You know, and I'm, I'm really hopeful that, you know, that happens for them. And I'd love to have, you know, if it opened back up and, you know, Travis became teaching again, that, that would be, that would be absolutely, you know, it'd be amazing. It'd be, that'd be, that'd be great. But then, you know, getting back to the testing thing. So when I first went to Moreras, I didn't know how the system worked. I didn't know if they did stripes. I didn't know, I didn't know anything. And then I wasn't there very long. And this was probably about a month ago now that they did they did a testing session where four guys, three were going for blue and one going for purple. And it's it's pretty intense. And uh which kind of gets my nerves going a little bit. That's just how my brain works. I can't shut it off. I you know, I worry about everything. If you've listened to any of these podcasts, you know that like I have a pretty pretty bad issue with anxiety. So being told that you're going to test and then given, I haven't been given a date yet, but you know, you're going to have a date. You're going to know when it's happening. I don't know if like, that's the best way for me to handle it. I feel like if I just showed up one night and Brooks was like, Hey, you're going for bluebell tonight. I feel like I would probably handle that better than, you know, thinking about it for weeks leading up to it. But we'll get through it, and uh, we'll we'll get it done, and make sure it happens. I'm excited. I just wish my roles lately have been a little better. I don't know what's been going on. It just I don't know if it's because I've been so tired from, you know, the other stuff I've been doing besides jujitsu. You know, a ton of sandblasting lately. Saturday was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday I sandblasted for a good solid six hours straight. And I'm not talking about just like hands inside of a cabinet and, you know, sandblast and some stuff. This is like a full blown 600 pound blast pot, 175 CFM, you know, compressor. And I went through just, just under 1400 pounds of media. So yeah, I was pretty, pretty sore from that and then went to class last night and already felt like I was hit by a truck and then uh we had we were we were doing inversions and all that kind of stuff and then we just rolled our asses off I mean there we do three minute rounds there which I'm getting used to and I really enjoy but we do a lot of them and uh and the guys there, like there's, there's so many, you know, there's so many different guys and ranks and, you know, guys with different backgrounds that, and different styles. It's just been, you know, it's been so much fun. It's just, you know, at Sanford, I had it, I had it kind of made because after a while, like you, you start, you start to figure people out and you start to figure out their games and what they like to do and, you know, their go-to submissions and their go-to moves. Well, I'm starting all over again. 
and which is good and bad because they also don't really know mine. But it's also made me want to roll way more defensively than, say, I would have in the past and not really seek submissions. Which I know everyone says is a white belt, like you really shouldn't really be worried about submissions and that kind of thing. But I feel like the position that I'm at now, you know, being four stripes on the belt and you're, you know, on the borderline of getting ready to have your blue, like you need to have some of that going for you. And I just haven't felt like I've been able to get to them and, you know, just some things going on with like, you know, my arms and just feeling like the strength hasn't been there and just feeling run down so it just it's been kind of hampering everything and then when you have one bad class it's it's hard to get out of that funk and you know we have no gi tonight hopefully you know hopefully things turn around a little bit and then because it only takes one really good class to get you out of that and then set you on a you know set you on a path that is good for a while and then you'll fall back into whatever things will just kind of maintain for a while and uh that's the road we're on that's what we're doing and you know and that's why we do it so much i guess right that's one of the reasons i love it but yeah so the testing so there's there's guys that put on boxing gloves and they do combative positioning so you basically have a dude swinging at you and your job is to, you know, stop that person from swinging at you either by submitting them, getting in a position to hold them down and surviving. And you do that for two minutes in every position. And I believe there was four or five different positions they did it from. And you do that once if you're going for blue belt. If you're going for purple belt, you do all that stuff twice. And then... You, you know, lay down on the mats, not lay down, but you get down on the mats and then you basically, you run through everybody. Everyone lines up, starts out white belts, blue belts, purple belts, and then they finish it off with the black belts. And, you know, and if you maintain and you're able to pull through all that, then you're rewarded at the end of it with your, with whatever belt that you're going for. I know a lot of schools don't do it that way, but then again, a lot of them do. And uh, at first I was kind of, I don't know, I still kind of have mixed feelings about it, but because I know, I know it's just a lot different than the way that it probably would have gone down, you know, where I was, but uh, no, I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, one thing that I've definitely noticed there is, you know, you, you hit, I, I've, I'm one of the guys that hits all the classes or tries to, and there's a lot of guys there that train one day a week. Some guys train two. Uh, a lot of guys, you know, they're there on gi nights, but their, their kids also train, which is, you know, my son, he turned six. He's been, I think he's been to four classes now and loves it. Uh, Brooks and Will, they're, they're great with the kids. And they have a huge kids program. I, you know, there's 25, 30-ish kids that are enrolled in that program, I believe, which is awesome. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of, you know, there's a lot of guys that are doing it, you know, as 
you know, because I feel like they're doing it as something that they can enjoy with their child, which is which is awesome. And, uh, but yeah, I they're, they're not a really, so at Sanford, we used to do two days, no gi, two days gi, and they were, you know, broken up. And we only have one no gi night at Marrera's, which is, which is fine. And it's not, it's also the smallest class that we do. There's anywhere from eight, maybe 10 guys, which is a, you know, fairly small class for them. And what one thing I've really been enjoying about the Nogi stuff that we've been doing is majority of it is all been leg work, you know, foot locks, uh, you know, straight ankles, toe holds. And we've even been messing around with, you know, the heel hook. And which, you know, when we do rolls, heel hooks, you know, they're allowed. It all, you know, it all goes. But heel hooks are a catch and release only type deal. You know, just you don't put any pressure on. You don't do anything. You just, you know, that person, you acknowledge that person acknowledges that you have their heel and, you know, and that's, and then you let it go and then you continue your role, which I feel like is great. I know a lot of schools, you know, they don't mess with the foot locks. Well, at least the heel hooks, they don't do anything with them until, you know, you get like a certain rank, you know, a lot of them like purple belt or whatever, then you start. I'm glad we're doing it now because I don't want to, you know, down the road, if I decided to do a competition, I don't want my first exposure in a competition to a, you know, a straight ankle or a footlock to be in a competition. So, and I've, I'm pretty fond of them and it's something that I feel like has been kind of like something that I've really been enjoying and it's been, I've been catching on to it rather quickly and it's been, that's one of the, if, if I've gotten anything out of a tap from somebody, it's probably been from a straight ankle lock. The stuff that I was doing at Sanford and was, you know, kind of known for doing has been very minimal success rate for me at Marrera's. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, there's just so many, you know, talented, good, you know, very, very technique, you know, oriented guys there. And and it's it's awesome because it's only gonna make you better. So so yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on as far as jujitsu. Uh, hunting season up here in Maine is just wrapped up. I think yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, I had a very successful year. My freezer's full. I no complaints. It was <clears throat> relatively easy year for me actually, and. Uh, I know they all don't all come that way, so enjoying it now while I can. And uh, looking forward to ice fishing. I've been able to get out on the ice once already. And uh, which, after today's weather, I'm sure it's all gone now because it's been utterly cold up here. Then today, I believe it was in the 50s and rain. So whatever we had making ice is now gone. But. So yeah, that's basically what's been coming up. Uh, oh yeah, we also had some water issues in my basement 
which is where the bone pit is, my mats and all that. We had some water issues as far as water coming up through the floor due due to a, a drainage pipe issue that I had going on outside. And I was lucky enough, my father came over with his excavator and we fixed that. And we got about two to three inches of rain last night. And there is just very, very few small little wet spots in the basement, which, you know, shows me that whatever we did worked and it is working. So that's awesome. And, uh, but yeah, I had to pull up all my mats. I had to, you know, everything had to get dried out and everything's all good now though. So that's awesome. And, uh, been talking to some guys at Marrera's about setting up, um, Friday nights, like a open mat kind of night. And I'm hoping that we can start doing something like that. Cause you know, besides, you know, my son, we haven't really been using the mats very often. So hopefully get some more use out of them here shortly. This is probably going to be my last podcast for the year. Definitely not my last podcast altogether. I'm definitely not done. But this is going to be the last podcast until after the new year. I've been working on getting some more people on here. Uh, There is some guys from the class that have showed interest and want to do it. I've just been, you know, I was kind of hesitant about asking people. Just because I, I was just you know, starting to feel comfortable going there. So I didn't want to really, you know, broad people with, you know, hi, I'm Justin, I'm a white belt, and you want to come on my podcast? <laughs> you know, so I just kind of chilled out a little bit on that. And uh, now that things are going good, starting to get comfortable with a lot of guys, they're getting comfortable with me and, you know, starting to gain some and make some, like, I feel like pretty decent friends, you know, that stuff will start to come. And there's some very interesting, really cool guys there. So it'll be some pretty cool episodes coming up. And I just want to make some changes to, you know, the intro, the outro, and just overall just try to make it a little bit better. And uh, hopefully set it up so it can grow more. And, uh, yeah. So check out the... Bone Pit Jiu-Jitsu Podcast on Instagram. Give that a like and a follow. And, you know, if you see a post or something about this podcast, and if you could share it, you know, that'd be great. And I'm super appreciative of that. You know, that's how these things get bigger. That's how they grow. And, you know, without you guys, obviously, it's it's nothing. So I appreciate it. I appreciate all the listeners I have. I mean, it's cool to see when you don't even put a podcast out for a while that you look on the numbers and you gain, you know, 50 to 70 listeners like over the course of a week and nothing's been going on. And it's like, well, I really got to get out there and keep trying to plug away at this, you know, to, you know, people are obviously enjoying it. So got to keep doing it. And I am enjoying it. I do enjoy doing this. It's just, everything's been so hectic and crazy lately. Uh, the New England Jiu-Jitsu page on Instagram. That's something that I started and I kind of... There's one on Facebook too, but I haven't really done much with that one. I just want that to be a place where, you know, all things Jiu-Jitsu in New England. I haven't been super active on it. I've shared some stuff in stories, but, you know, I want to start doing a lot more as far as, you know, 
where their seminars are at, you know, sharing that stuff, helping get the word out. You know, if you yourself have something going on up here, feel free to shoot me a message and I'll gladly put anything up on there that you'd like to help promote anything that you have going on. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's about 6.30 right now. I got class at 7.15, so I got to get start getting my stuff together and uh, head out for Nogi tonight. But uh, I appreciate you all for listening. And just like I'm going to do a much better job of after the new year. And uh, But I have been doing my jiu-jitsu. I haven't been really... I think I've missed one or two classes since I've started at Marrera's. So doing pretty decent. But, uh, yeah, just keep showing up. I'm Justin Stone. This is the Bone Pit Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.